I remember last week we talked about love and that 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 message was uh was prompted cuz I asked God for something spectacular, a word that was spectacular. Amen. And the Lord told me he said uh he gave me that trust in him with all my heart word. And I really thanked him for that because that's a spectacular word to love I mean, he gave me that word to love the Lord with all my heart, with all my strength and with all my might and to love your neighbor the same way. Amen. That's a spectacular word right there, because if we could just get that peace right there, the world would be an awesome place <laughs> riding in here today. But Kyrie said, I don't understand why why we have to have wars and fight each other. Amen. Because she in Christ. <laughs> Amen. It just doesn't make sense. The idea is to love one another, encourage one another. Is it enough in this world for everybody? Saints. Isn't it enough in this world? It's enough in this world for everybody to have abundantly. Huh? What, what are we fighting for? <laughs> oh, agree, because we agree. The devil. The devil is a liar. He wants it all for itself. Amen. Come on now. It's plenty. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So the Lord gave me that scripture last week on loving him with everything and loving you all the same way. Amen. And I really enjoyed that. But this week he gave me this, 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 uh, this word today is really on our words. It's talking about how we use our words. Amen. And it's such a, another important word because we frame our life with our words. Amen. <laughs> our life is framed by what comes out of our mouth. Everybody say amen to that. Hmm? Words are powerful and have life, right? <laughs> the old folks, our moms and dads, they used to say, watch your mouth. Why do you think they was telling us to watch our mouth? Because they knew what was coming out of our mouth was shaping us. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. Isn't God good? He's just good all the time. <laughs> Amen. He is good. He's a good God. Keeping us. He kept us through all that, that coronavirus storm. Come on now. <laughs> he held us. He just held us and walked us right through it. Amen. Constantly talking about fear not. <laughs> Don't be afraid. But Lord, but people are dying. What? Fear not. <laughs> I say, okay, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But here's, here's my question for the day since we're going to talk about words today. I got a question for you all. Here's the question, saints. Is gossiping a sin? Y'all think about that one right there. <laughs> is gossiping a sin, saints? What y'all say on Zoom? Zoom, you all hear me? Is gossiping a sin? That's the question for the day. Praise God. <laughs> I was watching The Real. You all know that show, The Real? Lonnie Love and all them, they on that show. <laughs> and they had a saying. It said, it went like this. If you don't have anything nice to say to somebody, come talk to me. Now, you know they some gossipers. <laughs> the, the saying really goes the other way, doesn't it? If you don't have nothing nice to say about somebody, they used to say, just don't say nothing. Right? Be quiet. Amen. But on their show, they say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, please call us up. Talk to us. <laughs> they, they want dirt on people, right? <laughs> I want y'all to hear this word today, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Again, our mothers taught us just to be quiet. Hey, if you don't have nothing nice to say, be quiet. Don't say nothing. They didn't want to hear you talking crazy. Amen. Because words are powerful and have life. 
So the question for the day is, is, is gossip in a sin? So if we're going to talk about gossip, it makes sense to define what it is, right? So here's the dictionary definition of gossip. It says it's casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. That's what makes it messed up. Huh? Gossiping, so you hear something, you just keep it going. But you don't even know if it's true. They, somebody said it, somebody else said it, and you know, once it gets to two or three people, it gets twisted. They, everybody adds their little bit, right? And before you know it, you really lying on the person. Amen. <laughs> and a lie, we know, is sin. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. So that's the definition. It's, it's typically involving details, casual, unconstrained conversation or reports, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. See, a child of God, we, as, as ch children of God, we should not be putting our mouth on folks negatively, especially if we don't even know if it's true or not. Amen. We just shouldn't do it. Even if it is true. <laughs> if, even if it's true, you know this thing happened, don't put your mouth on them saints negatively. Well, how should we handle it? What do we do? We pray. Huh? The God's house is a house of prayer. This is God's house right here. All our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's where God lives. So we got to pray for folks and not put our mouth on them negatively. Amen? Because remember, words are powerful and have life. If it's not true and you just keep, keep it going, you'll put your mouth on them, and all of a sudden you can speak something on them that's, that's really evil. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. So how should we handle the saints? We should pray. <laughs> I, I had... I had a graphic of some stones. You see that graphic, Cameron? I want you to show that graphic. It just says stones. See those stones right there? <laughs> That's what our words are. Huh? We, when we're when we speaking, it's like we're throwing stones with each word that we speak, saints. So if our words contain, contain beauty, people really treasure them, you know? But if our word contains pain, Many people would just toss it aside, but not until after they have had to deal with that wound that it caused. See, that's the problem. You know, words, again, are powerful and have life. Some people feel like this, and I heard people say this before, too. They say they'd rather to be physically abused than you to, to, to hurt them with words. Isn't that something? Because they say that, see, that physical, that, 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 that punch, that, that thing will go away. But then words might take years and years that you spoke over them. Amen? <laughs> it takes longer to heal those spoken word wounds, saints. So like these stones in this picture right here, it's, it, they, they're like hand-selected by buyers. Amen? And so are our words, saints. We get to choose our words. The question is, which ones will you choose? I hear uh, at the daycare center, Miss Z always says, use your words. When the kids are grunting, mm, uh, uh, and they want something, she say, use your words. You got to teach them to use their words. And that's what I want to teach today, how to use your words effectively, powerfully, because they are powerful words that you speak. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All through Proverbs, saints of God, the Bible tells us to choose our words wisely. And we're going to look at a few of those scriptures today. 
Proverbs is just full of wisdom. Amen. Turn in your Bible to Proverbs chapter 16. We're on words today, right? Saints of God, words are powerful and have life and can shape our lives. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Remember at the very beginning, God said, let it be light. And what happened? It was light. Amen. Words are powerful. We are, we are made in his image. And some things are not happening for us because we're not speaking it. We're speaking against it. Amen. We can call things to pass, have them to come to pass just with our words. Thank you, Jesus. What you say, Mrs. Z? Use your words. Learn to use your words. Oh, that's powerful in the body of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Look at Proverbs chapter 16, saints of God. If you all follow me, it says, verse 27 says, An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is a burning fire. <laughs> you know what that describes? That scripture describes a gossiper. It's a perfect example. They want to dig up negativity. It says, An ungodly man diggeth up evil. <laughs> See, they thrive on it. We call them busybodies. Always looking for some dirt. They want to burn and destroy the people they're talking about. Just as an evil tongue. That's what this, song, this, this verse is saying. Look at verse 28. It says, a forward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separated chief friends. <laughs> a forward man, that's a, a wicked or a disobedient man, it's saying, so of strife, he'll twist the truth to cause trouble. <laughs> I knew some folks like this. <laughs> I'm not going to mention where I met them. But these people, listen to me, saints. If they didn't have anything on you that was true, because they was always looking for dirt on you. And if they didn't have any dirt, they'll just make it up. <laughs> I promise you, they would make it up. <laughs> and one of the people... He would do this all the time. And later in life, his face started, it got twisted. People thought he had a stroke, but you know what they say? He didn't have a stroke. I say he didn't have a, cause it's, you know, when people have strokes, their face kind of twist up. His face just twisted up. And the Lord revealed to me, that's because all them lies he telling on folks, making things up, amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. That's a forward man, soweth strife. <laughs> he would whisper into the neighbor's ear falsehoods and wouldn't be satisfied until he turns them against you. Amen. <laughs> oh, those are, those are uh, dangerous folks. Look at verse 29. It says, a violent man enticeth his neighbor and leadeth him into the way that is not good. Now, this person here, it says a violent man, he uses more than just his mouth. He's violent, amen. Have you ever heard this saying, violence begot violence? <laughs> I hear that with all this craziness that's going on. And I was watching a show and the guy said, he was trying to tell him, would you all quit killing each other? Because you kill them, then you come back and kill them. And he said, don't you know that violence begot violence? The more violent you all get, the more violent they're going to get. Amen. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. A violent man entices his neighbor. They will make you violent. That's what the scripture is saying. So this person here, you just want to stay away from. Amen. Say amen to that. Verse 30 says, he shutteth his eyes to devise forward things, 
moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. See, he's he moves his lips. He's, he's only, he shutteth his eyes. It's talking about this violent man. And then moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. That's the violent person he's talking about in verse 29. But he wants to talk you into doing some evil things. That's why I say moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. Again, what do we do with this person? Stay away from him. Huh? It's a violent, it's an evil person. Look at verse 31. The hoary head is a crown of glory. If it be found in the way of righteousness. What's a hoary head, saints? <laughs> this says the hoary head is a crown. Hoary head means old, uh, a gray haired. <laughs> That's what that means. See, if you old and you still walking in righteousness, that that's a crown of, of glory. That's what it's, the scripture is saying. Amen. We want to get older. Like my wife said, your latter years is your better years. The older you get, the gray your hair good. You want to carry that crown of glory with you. Amen. Nothing like an old fool. Please believe that, saints. Hard to see. Look at verse 32. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. <laughs> I'm constantly working on this. Saints of God, being slow to anger and keeping my mouth from negatively talking about folks. Because, you know, people can take you there. You know, but it's, you want to be slow to anger, saints. <laughs> I had my wife pray over me the other day because I was getting so frustrated with the situation. You know, people, because they get so incompetent. These city and these state workers and a lot, they just, you know, they just <laughs> seem like they just do things to kind of make you angry. Amen. And I had my wife pray to me, pray over me. Please pray that I, I could just be slow to anger, that, 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 they, they, that they don't irritate me like they do. Because it, it was just irritating me so bad. She said, you, you're making it worse. You, you go there so quick. You know, but things, some things are so easy and they twist them up. And so, you know, this scripture right here is for me. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. Oh, I got to get that in my spirit. I'm preaching to myself right now. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. That's powerful, saints of God. Being slow to anger, keeping your mouth from negatively talking about folks. Slow to anger will keep you from bad words. Say amen to that. <laughs> That's really what the scripture said. Because <laughs> the world really can be crazy. And we have to pray for them and not talk about them. Amen. We're talking today about words, right? About gossip. Is gossip in a sin? That's the question today, right? Let me, show, let me show you one of the worst type of gossipers. We in Proverbs, right? In 16, go to Proverbs 11. Let me show you this. this. This used to irritate Jesus right here. <laughs> I want to show this one to you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 11, look at verse 9. It says, An hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Amen. <laughs> A hypocrite. Ooh, that's the worst kind of gospel right there. It says, With his mouth he destroyeth his neighbor. You know what a hypocrite is? See, the Jesus was talking about those Pharisees, right? But a hypocrite is someone that, 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 that'll talk about you, but they can't do it themselves. They're doing the same thing they're talking about you doing. That's a hypocrite. Amen. 
They're super destructive with their mouths. Remember when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees? He called them hypocrites. They was trying to hold everybody to the law, and they couldn't do the law themselves. <laughs> oh, this is the worst type right here, saints of God. Knowing you can't do it, but you're going to hold somebody else to it. Oh, that's a hypocrite. That's, that's the worst type, saints of God. When they talk about you, <laughs> and they know they can't do it, but they'll talk about you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But, you know, I like the way this scripture ends. It says, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. See, we delivered and, and made whole through knowledge. God's word, that's knowledge. Knowledge of what Christ done for us and not our own righteousness. Amen. That's how we get delivered from that hypocritical nonsense. Huh? Just knowledge of the word. Well, God said, for example, when they try to hold you to the law, let me show you. Let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, Romans chapter 8. See, through knowledge of this, we keep them hypocrites at bay. <laughs> Trying to hold us to the law of sin and death. That's what they do. Amen. <laughs> Romans 8, look at verse 1. It said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. See, knowledge and acceptance of what Christ done for us helps us to walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen. <laughs> so, and it keeps us out of trying to prove ourselves to be righteous to other people. Huh? They're going to look at, oh, well, you're not perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect in Christ. None of us are perfect in ourselves. See, knowledge of that is what keeps you in, your, in, in, in line and in your lane. Amen. Look at verse 2 of Romans 8. One, I mean, Romans 8 and verse 2. It says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. <laughs> See, the law of the spirit of life comes from Christ. That's why our righteousness is in Christ. See, it made us free from the law of sin and death. We no longer live under the law of sin and death. That's not how we live. We don't, we don't obtain our righteousness through our own works, saints of God. Amen. Our righteousness is by faith. <laughs> and once we get that piece settled, amen, then we can walk in the spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And people are going to talk about you. They're going to gossip. Amen. But it says when you know the truth, when you know God's word, amen, it, it keeps that at bay in your life. Because many people get so hurt when people talk about them. Amen. <laughs> uh, let me show you another scripture in this passage concerning gossip. That's, that's truly not wise. Turn, uh, turn in Proverbs again, chapter 11. Let me show you this. We on words, right? Saints, gossip. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 11, look at verse 12. It says, he that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor. But a man of understanding does what, saint? Hold his peace. Amen. He don't gossip. A man of understanding doesn't do that. He holds his peace. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> But if you void of wisdom, you despise your neighbor. You don't, and you talk about them. Amen. 
It says you don't have wisdom if you despise your neighbor, saints of God. <laughs> You're void of wisdom when you do that. Hopefully your neighbor is looking out for you. You don't want to despise him. Despise means to look down on them, to disrespect them, feel like they're worthless. If you feel like that, you will definitely put your mouth on them. You're going to gossip. Amen. You're going to negatively talk about them. And that's not good, saints. That's what I'm, I want to get you in your spirit today. We have to pray for them. Say amen to that. Look at verse 13. It says, a talebearer reveal of secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Oh, Lord, that's a powerful scripture right here. What's a talebearer? <laughs> it says, a talebearer reveal of secrets. What's a talebearer? A gossiper. Amen. A talebearer is a gossiper, a person who maliciously gossips or reveals secrets. That's what the, the Bible's definition was. <laughs> you don't want to be a talebearer, saints. We are faithful spirits. See, the scripture says faithful spirits concealeth the matter. Amen. Sometimes you, you, you got some dirt on somebody and you don't want to, you, you, you want to kill that thing right with you. Amen. Because you're a faithful spirit. Huh, when you keep, when you keep go, talking about it, going to the next person, next person, you're giving it strength. Amen? <laughs> and that's what the scripture is saying. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Sometimes you just got to cover that thing and let it die and pray for them. <laughs> Maybe talk to them about it. Look, that wasn't cool. That blah, blah, blah. But then don't let it go no further than you. Say amen to that. Let it die with you, saints. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Remember, the definition of a gossip is to casually, casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. So if it's not confirmed as being true, it could be a lie. And lie equals false witness. Amen. <laughs> Let's look at this scripture in Proverbs. Let me show you this. Turn to Proverbs chapter 25. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Words are powerful and have life. And this is just a good lesson on words, saints. How we use them. We got to catch ourselves if we get into certain situations. Thank you, Lord. What our moms used to tell us, watch your mouth. <laughs> oh, that's what the Lord is telling us today. Watch your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 25 and 18 says, a man that beareth false witness against his neighbor is a maul and a sword and a sharp arrow. <laughs> wow. So this, this, this scripture verse right here is saying when you gossip and even you, you're not knowing if it's true, it's harmful as hitting them with an axe. That's a maul. Or wounding them with a sword <laughs> or shooting them with a sharp arrow. That's dangerous, isn't it? Words are powerful and have life. That's why some people feel like, hey, <laughs> you know, I'd rather the person just hit me and that, that bruise go away. But when you put your mouth on them, oh, man, it takes some years. Some people never get up, come back from that. Especially in the world, a saint of God know to forgive you. Amen. They'll let it go. They'll forgive you and, and throw, it, throw, it, throw those rocks off when you, that you threw at them. But... Folks in the rural, they don't know God. They may never forgive you for what you said. Huh, you may have been speaking out of anger or just casual, foolish conversation. 
But, you know, they holding that against you forever. Especially a family member. You can do something to a family member and see them 10 years later. You know what they're going to talk about? What you, you remember that day you said to me? <laughs> they're not going to forget. Amen. Oh, please get this in your spirit, saints of God. Our words are powerful, saints. We got to watch them. Amen. And when people know you in Christ, you got to really watch your words. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Watch them when we're talking about ourselves and when we're talking about other people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. So we can really see clearly that gossiping is wrong. It's a sin, saints of God. We can speak life or death over a person or a situation. Amen. So we got to speak life. Bring that thing back to life. That's our position in Christ. Amen. Be positive. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm going to give you this last final scripture right here. We're going to prepare for our, um, we're going to prepare for our uh, communion. Thank you, Jesus. Final scripture is found in Proverbs chapter 15. Proverbs is just full of wisdom on how we use our mouth. Amen. I know it's another uh, passage of scripture. I didn't get into it, but it talks about how the tongue is so little, but it, it, it's, it's like the, the, the rudder of a boat or wh whatever that part is that steers that boat. It's so tiny, but it can, it can turn that big ship in any direction it goes. And that's how the tongue is. Tiny member of your body, but has so much power. So much control shapes your life, who you are, where you're going, people you meet. Amen. Here it is in Proverbs 15. Look at verse 4, saints. It says, a wholesome tongue is what, saints? A tree of life. <laughs> but perversiveness therein is a breach in the spirit. Saints, we want our tongues to be wholesome, always producing life. Amen. Remember, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we want it to be a wholesome tongue. Down with the gossip and negative speaking. We got to rebuke that in Jesus' name. Amen. And the world with all these crazy things that's going on, it's so, it could get us into that negativity quick. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It says a perverse tongue equals a difficult or not helpful or unacceptable. And, it's, and what is this scripture is saying, it breaches the spirit or it crushes the spirit when you talk like that. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. It's another scripture that says a gentle answer turns away wrath, but hard words stir up anger. Say amen to that. Sometimes a person say something to you and you know it's off and you want to scream back at them. Don't scream back at them. Give them a gentle answer. Huh, it'll turn away that argument. Amen. They know they, they may even be saying something to you because they know what irritates you. You know, <laughs> that happened to me when I was on my vacation. Somebody said some things and it, it irritated, and I went right there. I had to think about it. My wife told me don't do that. <laughs> she prayed for me. She told me don't go there like that. Then I had to calm down. <laughs> but it was, and it was just so, so, so simple. It was wrong as, Two left shoes. But when somebody is like that, don't let them take you there. Huh? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, first I pray for myself. <laughs> that I watch my tongue, Lord. That I'm slow to anger, slow to wrath. I pray that for myself. 
Now I pray that over your people, Lord. Slow to anger, slow to wrath. Have a wholesome tongue, which is a tree of life, you say, say in your word, Lord. Help us, Lord. Lord, help us with our speech to be slow to anger, slow to wrath. Father, help us this day. I speak that over your people. I speak that over your people on Zoom today. Everybody, slow to anger, slow to wrath. Watch your words. Your words are shaping your life. What you say today, you walk in tomorrow. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that reminder, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Help us to control our tongue, Lord. It's such a small member of our body, but it has such great power. You told us life and death is in the power of the tongue. Help us to speak life in all circumstances, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.